Welcome to another episode of Married with Video Games. I'm your host, Matthew. I'm your host, Christina. And I played through Hogwarts Legacy. I sure did. It was a thing. It was a game we played. It was a game we played with stuff in it. <laughs> the end. Well, see y'all next time. <laughs> if you want to reach out to us. Yeah. <laughs> You're a new fifth year embark on your, and you embark on your way to Hogwarts. On your way, you're interrupted by a dragon attack and are thrust into a conflict between wizard kind and the goblins. Your character must learn powerful spells, explore Hogwarts and the surrounding areas to uncover secrets and learn more about an ancient magic that has the wizarding world up in arms. I even wrote that one. It was a decent synopsis. I'm very proud of you. I will also let everyone know that I added my notes into this. I did not look up reviews. <laughs> that is amazing. I pulled the Metacritic scores and then just stopped. <laughs> As you should have. Well, I'll at least read the, the release date. The, and Then we'll pause and I'll find some. We'll, we'll do yeah, we'll have a real time, but no one will know. Except for everyone now. Yes. We'll know. Uh-huh. There's a pause in here, everybody. Can you hear it? Wait for it. Listen for Shut it. Shut up. <laughs> Hogwarts Legacy was released on February 10th, 2023. We played it on the PS5. Pause here. Pause there. Pause anywhere. <laughs> Have we paused yet, everyone? Can you tell? <laughs> so the Metacritic has an 84 from critics and an 8.8 .8 from users. Okay. Did we pause yet, everybody? Can you tell? Shut up. <laughs> okay. IGN positive. And I, I picked one that I was going to bring up later, so this works quite well. The characters you'll spend most of your time with are the classmates who will befriend you on campus, accompany you on certain quests, and help you hone your abilities as a magic user. Most are memorable and instantly endearing, like Sebastian, the cocky and morally pliable Slytherin, or Netsai, the clever and unflappable Gryffindor. And spending time with them and improving your social links through their relationship quest lines made my stay at Hogwarts all the more enjoyable. Mm, yeah. They're pretty okay. Yeah, I liked Sebastian. <clears throat> that one took a very dark turn. And Sebastian I, was a very dark story. Yes, and then I liked Natty a lot and mm -hmm. how she was secretly an animagus. Mm -hmm. She turned into a gazelle. And then... Uh, Who was the Hufflepuff? Poppy. Poppy, yes. Poppy was all right, too. Yeah, she was cute. She was decent. She was a Hufflepuff. Yeah. Very much a Hufflepuff. Yeah. Hufflepuffs are particularly <coughs> good finders. <laughs> what in the... What in the hell, hell is a Hufflepuff? Hufflepuff. <laughs> I've never forced you to watch a very Potter musical, and I'm still sad about that. I am mostly disappointed in you. I've shown you the random clips that are very funny. Mm -hmm. It's pretty funny. <laughs> that is one of them. Luna, Luna is in it as herself. Yeah, that's in the third one. I never actually watched most of that. They put that on live at a con, I think, in Orlando. That's pretty funny. And just recorded it, yeah. Mm -hmm. My cousin went to the second one. How? Which one? Jonathan. Really? Yeah. Jonathan? Yes, with... Uh, his girlfriend at the time, Beth. Didn't meet Beth. She was the super tall one? No, I only met the Ari. Ari, yeah, she was before Ari. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway. if Jonathan listens to this podcast. <laughs> Sorry for digging up your past here, buddy. <laughs> he just had his first child with his wife. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Anyway. GameSpot negative. Yes, GameSpot. 
Problems arise, however, when Hogwarts Legacy forces you to engage with these mediocre side activities in order to progress. Many story quests are gated with both level and spell requirements, the former depending on your current numerical level and the latter on whether or not you have access to a specific spell. Experience is only rewarded for many of the activities strewn around the world and the various, albeit bland, side missions you can complete. Depending on how many you choose to explore Hogwarts Legacy's world organically or not, you can find yourself forced to take a pause from the main path and work through open world missions just enough to continue before being faced with the same hurdle again. You didn't run into that a lot because we do certain nights where we just do side missions. Yeah, I guess it didn't bother me so much because I'm used to that. Yeah. that, That style of game didn't actually bug me. I guess if you were just trying to play through the main campaign, that would drive me nuts. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I do side quests, didn't it didn't bother me at all. Yeah, there were nights where we wouldn't start playing until 8.30, so we'd only play for an hour. So you're like, I'm just going to do side quests. Yeah, I understand the criticism. It just didn't bother me. And if you hear our dog sneeze. <laughs> He's chewing on a new toy that is very destroyed. Good. It didn't last that long. No, it was $3. It's fine. Yes. Yeah, we'll, call, we'll go through all that. I... I mostly agree they gave it a six i felt like that was a little unfair ign gave it a nine. Oh, ign gave it a nine ign and gave it a nine and GameSpot gave it a six wow that's a big yeah difference yeah yeah i guess that. <laughs> so it's a third person action adventure uh your character levels up which grants health and talent points to spend you learn new spells you can capture mag- magical beasts Play mini games and fight all sorts of men, beasts, and goblins. Mostly poachers. There are so many poachers around Hogwarts. You think they would actually do something about that themselves? Yeah, they just seem not to give a you-know-what back then. Yeah, this was technically the 1800s. That's basically it. Yeah, they did not care. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, and also, a quick note. There was a lot of controversy around this game. We are not going to be covering any of nope, that. No, we're talking about the game. We do not care. <laughs> it's a game it's a video game so just if you're looking for that in here uh, it's not going to be here yeah. so anyway i thought this was the best realization of hogwarts absolutely since the movies absolutely i personally i would say it's better than the movies because you can explore and see every nook mm-hmm. and cranny so i actually have a note that i added later on Actually, no, I edited it in this section. It was like the cool Easter eggs. Yeah, so let me read through this and then give the Easter eggs. Uh, I said it's the best Hogwarts castle that's been since the movies. You can fully explore the castle and its many rooms, floors, moving staircases, poltergeist haunting funhouse. <laughs> they had peeves. <clears throat> the castle is beautiful, uh, full of secrets to find, puzzles to solve, and much more. I put talk about stuff here. You did write so that. So what do you got? So... There are a lot of really cool Easter eggs in this game, especially if you are a Harry Potter nerd, if you grew up with Harry Potter, if you just like the movies. Mm-hmm. We never ended up finding the bathroom where the entrance to the Chamber of Secrets is, but I know you can find it. You just don't speak Parseltongue, so you can't go inside. Oh, I wish you get ominous over there. Right? Mm-hmm. I liked Ominous a lot, too. Yes. He was a good side character that you really didn't like talk to outside of Sebastian's quest. Mm-hmm. And he's part of the Gaunts, so he's mm-hmm. Slytherin's blood. Mm. Uh, we did find the kitchen, 
That was at the very beginning. That was fun when I found that. I stumbled upon that, yes. too. Yes, so you tickle the pear in the painting. Yeah. And so then you, you can... go in and you see all the house elves. And they're just cooking and cleaning up. Just hanging out, yeah. doing their thing. We did see house elves cleaning at night. And like if you turned to look at them, they just disappeared. That was fun. Yeah, they would disappear. Uh, the room of requirement is part of the game. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, you see the gray lady. You do see the gray lady. I never really noticed nearly had listened Nick anywhere. I saw him once. Once, okay. And then another one that I thought of, this really tests your Harry Potter knowledge. And I remembered a lot of random things because I told you, like, I reread the books like every three years. Mm-hmm. I haven't in probably three years, so it's probably time. But part of me was like, oh, we find Moaning Myrtle because you were looking in a bunch of bathrooms. Then I'm like, wait, no, Tom Riddle isn't a thing yet. So there wouldn't be a basilisk that would kill her. So we're like 50 years too early for Moaning Myrtle. The basilisk is there though, isn't it? There's mention, I think, and you... Because Tom Riddle didn't put the basilisk there. No, no, no. It's part of Slytherin, Salazar Slytherin's whole deal. Because I heard whispers at different times and I thought maybe that, but I thought you only heard the whispers if you were parcel tongue. So, but I always thought I heard at different spots the ah, yeah, like that yeah, noise, the hissing. Ominous does speak parcel tongue at some point when mm-hmm. you're in that the Slytherin area. area. Yes, I like that they added hidden areas for the different uh, original headmasters, mostly Slytherin. But you go like there's a hidden rooms for him and stuff in Hogwarts Castle that they don't find or explore in the movies and stuff like that. Yeah, we did find the prefix bathroom as well that Harry goes into in Goblet of Fire to open the golden egg. Yeah, that was there. Trying to think of what else. I only wrote down a couple things. There was one side quest where you had to push the musical notes and you're like, oh, you're going to have to sight read this for me, which you you don't have to. But looking at it in sight reading, I'm like, it's going to be Hedwig's theme. And it was. It was Hedwig's theme. <laughs> yes. And that's another note I had was that uh, the music was really good in this. And the musical cues were also excellent. Yeah, they did a pretty good, pretty darn good job with that. Are you pulling something up? Uh, yeah, I have uh, Matt's stats here. Oh, yeah, let's do that. So you played, I think, 31, 31 hours. hours. Yep. Um, okay, so you finished at level 32. Out of 40. Out of 40. 40 levels. So spells, so these are with your talent points. So this mm-hmm. is the talent points area. Spells, you were 10 out of 10, 0 out of 10 for dark arts, 14 out of 16 for core, 4 out of 4 for stealth. You do love your stealth. Mm-hmm. And 0 out of 8 for the room of requirements. And these were just like additional, you know, level up your character. So a lot of the core ones or the spell ones were like, oh, if you petrify somebody people next to them also get petrified like within a certain distance yeah if you force push you force push three people not just yeah cool things like that and then this is game completion stuff game completion so your overall progress you did 62 percent combat was 72 percent wow 80 percent for quests wow okay 36 percent for exploration yep we have notes on that later 78% 78% for the field guide pages that you found. I found a ton of those then. You did. You, like everyone in the meme on TikTok, is you just Revelio, enter. Revelio, Revelio, yes. Revelio. Yes, I did a lot of that. Yes. That's very true. And then 43% for the room of requirement, which the room of requirement was very cool at first, especially like how you discover it with uh, Professor Weasley. Mm-hmm. And then it was just kind of like, eh. Yeah. It's a place that you have to go to make potions and grow things to make potions and... 
grow baby Thestrals. The extra rooms for the magical beasts were really cool. Those were really cool, yes. Your room of requirement is the coolest thing, one of the cooler things. It It's not that interesting, but it's very interesting at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because you can capture beasts, you can free... You're basically... It's funny, they're like, in order to prevent poaching, you've got to poach them. <laughs> yeah, you basically go around and capture animals, but you're not there to kill Harm them it. and harvest their goods. You're I'm there just there to... to breed and sell them all. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. No, but we uh, the baby Thestral is very cute. So cute. Uh, Mike, get on that. Yes. Um, if you keep Maria writing, she is going to divorce you. That is very true. That's not true. She likes you a lot. Don't, don't go anywhere there. <laughs> I liked, uh, we got to see the Nifflers, which were always my favorite from the books. You have to uh, track one down in a side quest. They're not, not their Puffskins were there. Puffskins were there. What was uh, Hermione's cat? Well, she just had a cat. She just what, had a cat. What were the cats? Looking things, though. Oh, now all I can think of is Crookshanks, <laughs> which is Hermione's cat. That's not helpful. The golden snitch, what was the bird called? Oh. We found those, but you don't capture them. No, you found a phoenix. There's that a, was a you, quest. Yep, there's a unicorn you can capture. There's Thestrals, and there's this weird lord of the sea that you capture. He's a weird-looking dude with tentacles for a face. He's like a manticore almost kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. But you capture him and you can ride him. Yeah, he's part of the main quest too. Uh, griffins. <laughs> Hippogriffs. Hippogriffs, not griffins. Yes. Hippogriffs. You named your owl Hootbert. <laughs> I called him Hootbert. <laughs> you can't name your owl, but that's what we called him. Yes, Hootbert was uh, very loyal. He got mail to me even if I never saw him. Other yeah, than and you just don't sleep in your dorm at all. The Which, c- it was very cool to see your... Dorm, so you played as a Ravenclaw because you are a Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. And then you asked me, like, oh, man, I wonder if if you're in Gryffindor, like, and you play as a boy, like, if you try to go up the steps to the girls' dorm, like, if it turns into the slide. And we looked it up on YouTube, and it does, so you can't get into the girls' dormitories. As, as a boy. Yes. Because you can play male or female in the game, which yeah. is pretty there, sweet. There's a lot of customization to your character. Yeah, so I have a thing about that and i'll get to that in a little bit okay because i have a note about that too okay so i have the good the bad and the horizon yes i liked to correct me up <laughs> so the castle like we said was amazing to explore it felt lived in and very magical yes now you can't really interact with anyone outside many people outside of your uh main classmates that you do stuff with but it was really cool to see like, there's one scene where these two girls are trying to hold this guy down from floating away. Then they realize they have to go to class, so they just let him go. <laughs> and he's like, you're going to leave me here? Oh, we'll come back tomorrow. It there's, should wear off by then. There's one area. It's not the Great Hall. It's like the hall in front of the Great Hall where, like, someone is pretty much always getting a howler. And you can just stop and listen to whatever the howler's saying, oh, yeah, which yeah. is fantastic. Yeah, people are walking up on walls. You see them casting spells, turning invisible, doing all sorts of stuff. Yeah, wizarding things. Wizarding things. So it was really fun to watch them watch the castle that way and almost everywhere in the castle felt explored and lived in except for the areas where there was like the old the old halls when the ghosts were residing down there Mm -hmm. There there's ghosts like two guys talking about how they were going to ask a girl to uh to dance to dance two ghosts yeah that's right (laughs) and they were just saying he's like well you've been saying the same thing for the past hundred years you know and so (laughs) that was cute so everything about the castle was incredible Yes, if you want to explore Hogwarts Castle, this is your game. Just you can 
Mm-hmm. Do the opening area and then just go wander through the halls. The opening area is fairly linear and then the game opens up pretty wide, which is yes. nice. Combat was fun and engaging. All in all, I was not good at it, but it was actually decent. A lot of the complaints were just needing to toggle between the different presets. It was tough to do that in the fly. I was not good at it, to be honest, because I forgot where I kept my spells half the time. You moved your spells around a lot, too. Until the end, where I finally got like a system. And I probably should have just gotten rid of the magical beasts and made another tab of spells. Yeah, it's... It was fine. Yeah, hindsight's funny. I wish that if you were... I wish when you went into the room of requirement it would turn into those spells rather than having them there. Like one of the things I liked a lot was when you got Wingardium Leviosa, all you had to do was Accio and then it would turn into Wingardium Leviosa. I didn't have to equip Wingardium Leviosa. Uh. Except for certain puzzle pieces, but otherwise it just worked. I thought that was really cool. Uh, The story was mediocre in my opinion, and I was not very interested for most of it. The beginning, I was actually a lot more interested, and then as it went through, I was like, this is just okay. My other problem with it, and we can talk a little more details if we want, Mm -hmm. but we, unfortunately, the character that you made looked incredibly similar to like the main bad guy and all of the pensive stories yeah, that Isadora Morganark we looked like exactly like her so then you asked me I don't know with five hours to go you're like do they like make it so that she or like that character like looks like whoever you made and I'm like no because I googled it to be like is this like does she just look like us because no that's just how she looks yeah that's yeah so okay my character looked like the other character so i'm like oh, it's just like, like am I a similar dis- hair color side bun am similar I a, facial am features. i a descendant of hers or something because like you that. can both see like the the ancient magic quote yeah. unquote and it like made sense that would actually be really cool if that's what it was and you just didn't know anything about her because she gets you know yeah murdered gets, yeah yeah all, <laughs> all sorts of murder but you just don't they don't reveal much about it, so I was hoping that it would be like you're an ancestor or something. But no, you just happen. You just to, happen to. I happen have to this. pick the one model that looked exactly like hers, and yes. so it just kind of dampened my experience a little bit. And it also feels like the story, like it was very intriguing for like the first memory that you found, and even the second one. And then I feel like there was like a jump in logic, and then it was like, wait, when did she turn evil? Well, I, I, I could tell from the beginning they were going to make her out to be oh, a villain. Oh, a thousand percent. But at the same time, like, her motivations, in her mind, it was like, it was, she was, there was something else wrong with her more so than that. It wasn't like she was being evil for evil's sake. She genuinely thought. That she was doing good. She was doing yeah. good, not realizing what she was doing. Yes. So it was one of those weird. Yeah, they could have gone deeper with it and it probably would have resonated more but yeah it was kind of like i don't really care yeah i didn't care too much while they fixed it the facial animations weren't great when they were speaking they were out of sync for a while and they did the lips just didn't even it didn't even look good when we first were playing yeah it was not great they patched and it looked better Yes, and that is uh, another complaint that I had was the uh, constant repetition of things, which they did fix a lot of. They took a lot. Oh my god! Every in, time you warped a Hogsmeade, seems oh. like all road leads all roads lead to Hogsmeade. And there's nothing more cozy than Hogsmeade. <laughs> and the other one, I think it was during the first trial where your character kept being like, perhaps I should look at this puzzle from the other side of the arch, and you're like, I'm freaking trying. I keep falling and resetting. Yeah. She said it like seven times. 
Yeah, and so every it was something like when you every cave, like every time you went somewhere, she would make a comment about something. There was something else she'd make a comment about in the caves, and I was like, oh, yeah, I don't remember dear what it was. Lord, <laughs> but please yeah. don't do this anymore. Yes. Oh man. They did fix that. Though. They did. They yeah. patched that out so it wouldn't trigger as frequently, and it, I didn't notice it after that. No, same. After they did that first big update, I didn't notice it after that. The world outside of Hogwarts wasn't great, and I have exceptions. Hogsmeade was cool. Hogsmeade was just like walking through Hogsmeade in Universal Studios. It was very well done. Uh, and I actually thought the Forbidden Forest was very well realized. It was. You don't really see that in the movies very much. Like, you do in the first one because, you know, they get sent mm-hmm. out to, you know, find the unicorn that's getting sucked to death by Voldemort. So I have I have one little <laughs> silly thought here. And yes. I, maybe it's I don't know enough about the lore, but the Forbidden Forest shouldn't have had all those spiders because Hagrid was supposed to have let that loose in the forest. He let Aragog go, but I don't know if Aragog was the first one or not. But all the other spiders in the forest were like fall were from him. Yes, yes. So at there that may point, have been spiders, but you fight a lot of spiders. There's a lot there. of spiders. The other the other Easter eggy thing that we were trying to figure out was if the shrieking shack would be in Hogsmeade, which it's not. But because it doesn't come until you know the Marauders are there in the 80s. Yes. But there should still be some sort of abandoned house because it's been abandoned for like hundreds of years and that's why Dumbledore uses it to hide Lupin. Yes. But we did not see anything. And like the Whomping Willow was not there yet because yes. it wasn't planted to cover Un- up that. Until Lupin, yeah. So, you know, the 80s. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of... Uh, Late 70s. There's a lot of stuff that you, you're looking for then you're like, wait a minute, that doesn't fit the timeline. I felt like the game dragged too long. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I should have commented on this. The areas outside of <laughs> oh, Hogsmeade yeah, and the Forbidden Forest were very generic. They didn't feel... All the little villages felt the same. They you felt d- they were lived in and they were cool, but I, like after two, I was like, oh, okay. I don't really think you went to most of them after that, unless there was like a side quest that specifically took you to them. Yes, I, I didn't bother. Or to get the, the flu... The flu powder warp spot so I could teleport closer to objectives if needed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The bloom, the broom flying mechanic was awful. Oh, yeah. Everybody hated the flying. The controls sh- should have been reversed. And you can't fix them. So that drove me nuts. Yeah, it's... I got good at it after a while. You did. But it, it took, took a, while. a long time to get that. And if I try to play another flying game, I'm going to mess it up and it's going to make me mad. <laughs> So, yeah, it was okay. That part was, most of that was okay. Like I said, the game felt like it dragged on. It could have ended 10 hours earlier. Yeah, I mean. I get why the story was so long, and I'm actually happy that they did what they did. Yeah, there was a good conclusion to the story. Like, the whole final act was actually engaging. Yeah. But there was definitely, like, a solid 15 hours in the middle where every time you were playing, like, I was on my phone. Like, I just, I did not care it wasn't as like, oh my god, I hate this, like parts of Horizon Forbidden West was, mm-hmm. but it was still like, I don't I don't really care. It just, they made an open world Harry Potter game, and it is very good for an open world Harry Potter game, but it feels like they just 
threw things in a bag and then dumped them out and didn't put a lot of thought or consideration into it. And this is going to segue into your next comment of the loot system, because every single chest you open, minus maybe five of them, is gear. Like, there's no, like, you open a chest and you get a thousand gold. You open a chest and you get an upgrade for something. Like, your broom, you can't find anything like that anywhere. It's just, it's like new robes, new hats, glasses. And you don't have a lot of inventory space until you start doing the Merlin trials. And, and I didn't even bother doing all the Merlin trials. I think I was missing 32 I'm, of them or something. I was something. so sick of you picking up gear that was already below the level that you were at. So you just sold it or just junked it and didn't bother. It was very annoying. It was annoying. And it wasn't that spectacular looking for the most part. <laughs> yes. Some of the custom... Like the special ones you get, like the ro- the robes you get from turning in all the uh, house coins was pretty cool where you found all the data link keys and tracked them down. That was cool. And then the one side quest for that third year. Oh, to do the, to track down the person who created the, uh, what's the, re- Repelio? Yes. I think it was Repelio. You, her outfit was pretty cool. Her outfit was sweet. I had a few robes that I, I switched between. Yes. But... I would always take off the hats until the very end. I found a hat that matched the outfit I was wearing and looked good. Oh, I found my IGN positive review. <laughs> oh, you where'd you post it? Uh, down at the very bottom. Yes, but all in all, the loot system was <laughs> very unimaginative for the most part. Yes, it feels very unimaginative for a very imaginative world. It, it felt <laughs> very much like a 2000... Five, <laughs> six, seven game. Yeah. In terms of the loot, yes. Graphically, it was beautiful. The wizarding was beautiful. The castle was realized. I have some things that I wish the game did. Okay. Do and you want to do that, or do you want me to do my uh, two additional things that I have? I to do say? the additional things first, and okay. then I'll we'll go over the. You, you my, just you just look like you are like gonna go on a rant, and yeah, I'm not gonna be able to come back. Yeah, to let's these. let's let's get them in. I wish there was a little bit more to do with the day night cycle. Mine will feed into that, but we'll get go. Okay. Through it. The only thing that really made a difference with that was like when you were dealing with the groundskeeper with those uh, stupid bears mm. the moon the moon things and like it's nighttime for you to find those but like otherwise it didn't really matter i think matter. there was a few other beasts you could only find at night okay. the thestrals were at night that makes sense and then my other comment which you will probably also say in your rant because you said this several times it would have been nice but it would have been a completely different game if they went more the persona route that's what i'm going to cover okay yeah so go ahead and just segue right into that i because that would have a lot to do with the day night cycle as well yes but also it would add a variety into the game and i don't think hogwarts would have to require it kind of like persona does so persona works like this during the day you're in school Mm -hmm. you're going through this you're doing all your school work your classes you have a part-time job to make money to do things like that and then at night when you're sleeping, you go into this world, this dream world, and other people join you in there, the, and you have personas, and that's where all the combat and everything happens. No, I'm Sounds not saying... Sounds like Moonlighter. Mm. <laughs> Moonlighter is such a good game. <laughs> it's such an under... Did we do a review for Moonlighter? We did. It was uh, in conjunction with a different one. I don't remember what off the top of my head, but yes, we did do a review Moonlighter for Moonlighter. Moonlighter was really good. So anyway, 
I wish that this had a little bit of that school simulator feel in the game. Mm -hmm. It would be unfair to say that this game was not a good game, but I would also say that it is not great because there is so much more they can do. If they came out with a DLC for this and it said, we are going to add a lot of school elements to it, like classes are going to have more mini games and stuff to do. There's stuff to remember from those classes because when I, it would be fun if you actually had to take the owls, take the tests, and and do all of that. There, that would be interesting. There was one girl who like wanted to quiz you on things, and there were like four different levels of the quiz, and I was really good answering those questions for the first two rounds, and then I had to look the rest of them up. That was fun. I actually answered a lot of them correctly, even though I didn't know the actual yes, answer. Some of them are easy just if, because if i was just taking it straight up and i had my guessing in there i would have been like a 60 percent with my guesses that i did mm -hmm. which is impressive and with the classes like you don't have to go to class in this at all except for like you sit through like one class with each of the teachers so you sit through a transfiguration defense against the dark arts charms herbology and Magical creatures. Yes, I think you can also attend a history and a muggle study class. Oh, yeah, we didn't do any of those. No. And then after that, once you sit through the first ones, you just get a letter from the teacher that's like, please come see me so we can discuss your homework so that I can teach you this spell. Mm -hmm. And like, that's all it is. Yeah, it would have been a lot more fun to have to do more stuff in the classrooms, even if they made a mini games or something, just to be more engaged in the school life part of Hogwarts. If they made a game solely in that school and you had to engage in the the school life, and once oh my god, it would imagine sell if like so you well. could only go if you could only once a week you could go to Hogsmeade. Hogsmeade had, was like once a month in the books, I think, not oh, even. Yeah, but so imagine, yeah. imagine, but like you're playing as you start as a first year. And the game has this, like... A, All through seven years, yeah. Yeah, but you, you have, like, different timelines to get up through. I think that would be the coolest thing, and you learn appropriate spells. I would play the crap out of that. And like, that would be my more game. Appropriate missions. I'll have you try Persona one day. We're not going to do that until after you finish Breath of the Wild, though, because you will stop. Tears of the Kingdom? It's Breath of the Wild, too. <laughs> I know, everybody still calls it that. But, yeah, Tears I'm of the Kingdom. I'm going to put a mushroom on my shield. I hope so. <laughs> you better put a mushroom on your sword and poof, puff poof, cloud them that people. way. <laughs> Anyway, if you play, if you're going to play Breath of the Wild, I'll have you try Persona and you tell me if you feel like if Hogwarts had took at least some of the systems from it, yeah, if it would have been a better game. Now, it doesn't have to be a one-to-one, -one, but that would have made the game more enjoyable for me. And I don't know how to fully realize that system, but I know I would have enjoyed it a little bit more had I been more engaged in the Hogwarts school experience outside of just the exploration now in terms of how they did up the castle 100 oh, percent they nailed it they nailed it so what's funny is that the ign review that i did actually put in this just in the wrong area was only two paragraphs away from what i grabbed and it's literally just like the world like hogwarts is just fantastic Yes. It's everything, if you grew up with these books, it's everything that you want it to be. Like, mm -hmm. even in the first night of playing, once you made it to Hogwarts, I'm like, I want to see the moving staircases. And they didn't move, like, in the first in the movie. movie. Like, they don't swing around, they but, like, they, they disappear into the walls. And they only appear, like, as you're stepping down, which makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. 
It would have been fun, though, if you're playing the game and you have to get around and, like, the staircases are moving. Yes. You actually have to get to classes on time would be kind of cool. Yes. And even if it was one of those, during the day there's a set time, but at night you can you play until you're done doing the night stuff. Yeah. And then you can go back to go, the next... You have to go to bed to trigger the next day. Yes. Yeah. That would be cool to me. But during the daytime, there's a certain time, like, you have to get to classes on time. You have to have XYZ done. They wouldn't. They don't have to give you homework or anything, but it would just be cool to have that school life built into You don't want to write two scrolls about the polyjuice potion for Professor Snape? Come on. That might be fun. <laughs> that might be intriguing. <laughs> So, I'm going to ask you two reviews, but our actual review will be overall. But first thing, if it was just based off the Hogwarts part of the game, the castle and that experience, including the gameplay and stuff in there. Including like the main quest line? In the castle itself. Oh, okay. What would you give the game if it was like, if you were just in that castle and you had to explore and everything was condensed into the castle, what would you give the game? like an eight five i would have given the game a nine five if it was just in the castle okay now again if they added the school simulator stuff that's a whole different experience but that would be a completely different game it's a completely different game overall but just based off the castle and moving around it was the coolest thing ever it wasn't a one for one but their realization of the castle is the best i've seen since the movies yes overall game what's your what's your score seven okay Match you. I'm torn. Okay. I'm between a 6.5 and a 7.5. I'm not a 7. I thought the game was just okay. It was... If it was not a Harry Potter Hogwarts Wizarding World game, it would be a 5 out of 10 for me. And I asked you that halfway through the game. I said... I said, is this kind of a Breath of the Wild case where, like, it's only this good because it's Harry Potter? Like, Breath of the Wild was only as good as it was because it was Zelda. Like, it was just another open world game, but Breath of the Wild was fantastic. So I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, I actually still argue that point. I think Breath of the Wild, even if it was another RPG, was one of the most innovative games in, it was. It wouldn't have it, been a 10 out of 10. It would have been like a 9 out of 10, I in, think. Uh, in a decade. Yeah. In a decade, because they really innovated. They really threw the open world concept on its head with what they did. Minimalistic map, like mm-hmm. the world map, it built as you traveled. Towns weren't even on the map until you discovered them kind yes. of thing. It didn't boggle you down with a thousand things to do. You just found things to do. Now we're re-reviewing Breath of the Wild. We are. And then... <laughs> At the, in the end of the day, some of the systems were okay, but they're du- they're not shying away from them in this game. They're just improving that system. So in the new one, you your durability of your weapons gets better by fusing them. I know. We're also excited to build a, a marker sword. Yes, but that <laughs> to me was the coolest thing ever. If you think about it, they're like, we're, we're still keeping durability of weapons, but you can fuse this stone you to the stick. You have a way to fix them or make them in make them better, make them last longer. Before you give your final ruling of if it's a 6.5 or a 7.5, this is a very good open world game for someone who would like to try something like The Witcher or like Skyrim, but doesn't want to get so overwhelmed with like the hardcore gamers that play those games. Like this is a very good like introduction to this world. Like you said, Kara, 
has played the crap out of this, and she is not a super big gamer. She is gonna. She wants to play every school. Yeah, she's, she's on her third through, one. Yeah, she's on uh, Hufflepuff because she's going to Azkaban. You get you get to go to Azkaban as a Hufflepuff, by the way. That's the only time you get to go to Azkaban. I know. I kind of want to do that. I'll make you do it. <sighs> so so that's that's my argument. Like I, when you came back and you're like, Kara's on her third playthrough of Harry Potter or Hogwarts Legacy. I'm like, what? Yeah, she loves it. She's dedicated. The, this is a game for those people. Yeah, I, I wouldn't argue that. I'm going to give it a 7.5. Okay. Just because the Wizarding World is so good. I mean, let me rephrase that. The Hogwarts Castle is so good. It, Hogwarts it's hold, and Hogsmeade are just... They're holding up the game for me that way. It would have been cool to be able to buy stuff from Zonkos and use it in combat. Yeah, you can walk through Zonkos and you can see like the fireworks overhead and that kind of stuff, but you can't buy anything. I even think it would be really cute if one of the pets you, like, you get would follow you around and help you in combat. Yes, that'd be fantastic. Only the only the thing you can ride at the end gives you any combat stuff. But wouldn't it be awesome to have like a, a puff skin just get up in someone's face and go poof, go jigglypuff. <laughs> jigglypuff. Draw on their face with marker, yes. Yes, or just have, uh, you know, any of those beasts do something and help you in combat. Just you know, one of the, th- like you can catch one of the creatures whose song will drive people crazy. It would be cool if it would stun a group of people, if that would be like a little button you could push. And you can use your pet's ability. Mm-hmm. That would have added a whole de- layer. They to the grabbed game. they again. They grabbed a lot of things from a lot of different games, but they didn't put enough depth into them. Is it's my feeling true. on it? How you might not have the answer to this. What would you do differently for the loot system? Because I've been thinking about it. I don't know what I would do differently, other than add more stuff to the armor itself. Like not quite Diablo detail, but more like that. So it like, needs if you're gonna go that heavy on the on the garb, on the armor, on the hats, you need to do something more the Diablo route. Yeah, so you have a higher chance to critical strike. You have when you wear this armor, if you hit someone with fire, there's a thirty percent chance you'll yes. cause burning effect. And it and, doesn't even need to go into that deep of detail, but yeah talking about this and doing this podcast i was trying to think like could you find like i don't know additions to your wand and there were different like cosmetic wand handles you could put on but they didn't Mm -hmm. add anything so like if those were like a rare thing where like again if you cast incendio it's you know 50 percent larger yeah some something like that that would have been cool too because you could get little things to add on to your armor pieces that would say fire does more damage Mm -hmm. you do more damage with curses and but it was like the basic amount and all you found in chests except for the eyeball chests all you found in chests was just things to wear yeah and it was so it wasn't fun to find chests no it didn't it didn't encourage me to explore yes agreed after a while i was like well i'm gonna i don't care i if i see it i'm gonna grab it but i'm not going to explore that much yeah so at the end of the day there was some stuff the side quests were fine they were all pretty good the main ones between poppy natty and sebastian yes they were all pretty good yes i think i like sebastian's the most his was the most detailed natty's was pretty good too poppy's was eh. poppy had the coolest sequence though oh yeah when you 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 encounter dragons and you through poppy's quest line you encounter dragons and the first time you do it's really cool yeah that's really cool sebastian's is basically he is trying to find a fix for his sister who was cursed 
by a goblin. Mm -hmm. And it just goes from there. And he's a Slytherin, so you can just make some assumptions on where exactly it goes. Mm -hmm. Like, like our, like our, like Tom Winters. I don't care what he says. He's a Slytherin. He really is. He's a Slytherin. <laughs> He's a Slytherin that married a Hufflepuff. She is a Hufflepuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, that's pretty much it. I yeah. am playing Resident Evil 4. You're still playing Octopath. I started Minish Cap. Minish Cap. We're we're just filling time until uh, Tears of the Kingdom, the, everybody. The next uh, Jedi game is coming out. I'm going to do my best to play I'm not going to finish it before... Before Breath of the Wild. No, it comes out on like April 28th and Tears of the Kingdom comes out May 12th. That is not enough time. That is not enough time. For me, at least, to beat that game It is going. not enough time. It is not enough time. Because then it's just going to be Zelda. It's going to be a lot of Zelda. So much Zelda. I'm so excited. It'll be great. It'll be cool. Sorry, Jedi. You're going to get pushed back. Yeah, that'll I'm be a, a midsummer thing. I might not even buy it. I just might wait. wait. I'm not yeah. kidding you. Just wait till Zelda's done and then buy it afterward. Well, and I mean, if you keep playing Resident Evil, this is a longer Resident Evil game. So I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not enjoying it right now. Yeah, you were having troubles with the camera. Not just that. I, it's, I don't know. I'm bored. It's boring. Okay. I've liked... I don't disagree with you. I like the pacing of Village a lot. And I like the pacing of Biohazard a lot. And I felt more on the edge of my seat playing through them. And the length of time those games are, are perfect for a game you want to play through multiple times. This one I'm you're just wandering around. I still don't. We still haven't encountered. Is it Ashley that you're trying to mm -hmm. find? I don't even. And I don't even know why you're trying to find her at this point. Oh, she's the president's daughter. Yeah, I assumed, but I still don't know why. And I know nothing about the Resident Evil games, so I don't know. Well, you flashed me four. play two, three. Now you're seeing me play four. You did the original remake too, so I've seen you play. One, two, three, seven, and eight. Yeah, so four. If they re they might redo five and six at some point. I hope they redo six and make it more of a actual game for us to play <laughs> to get the whole story. And the Code Veronica's would be cool. I am just a little bit of this game. It's just it's not resonating well with me. I'm gonna play through and beat it because I'm I'm assuming once I get to the Ashley and I'm doing that part, it'll be it's more be enjoyable. More enjoyable. It's not a bad game. Let me let me. The combat's smooth. The graphics are gorgeous. Oh yeah. It's not super scary. It's just more act. A little bit more. Right now you're just wandering through abandoned towns and people are throwing dynamite at you and chasing you and you're just roundhouse kicking them yes. and then you go to a different little abandoned village and people are throwing dynamite at you and chasing you and you just roundhouse kick them. Yeah. And then you etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I did find a guy in the can. <laughs> beat did. it she's in the can she's in the can go away so we'll cover more of that coming up but we are playing games we'll have more we're gonna hopefully have another pod we're, there's a podcast coming out after this one that we already recorded that we already recorded that you will get to experience something new yes from us and then hopefully if you like that style we're gonna try to do a few more like that to fill in between games because we don't get to play games no, we're playing like six different games at once right now. We're playing a bunch of them. Yeah. That's okay. If we never review Octopath Traveler, I won't be that upset about but it. But the only note I have written down so far is how much I hate the map. <laughs> the map isn't that improved, but it's not as bad as yours. Yeah, because you're playing two, and I'm playing the original. And it's funny, because they're the same game. Yeah. But it's they're different stories, but it's not like it's a continuation, so it's not like you're missing anything. Yeah, it's eight new characters. Yeah. 
All right, everybody. <laughs> uh, we're at Gaming Marriage on Twitter, uh, gamingmarriage at gmail.com. If you have any topics you'd like us to cover, any games you'd like us to play. We just reviewed like three games in the last four minutes of this podcast about Hogwarts Legacy. So Yeah, so if you have anything else you'd like us to add or try out and do, if it's a shorter one, like something that we can beat in six hours, that is really good because that gives us something we can do real quick. Mm-hmm. We can do it in a three, three or four nights versus, you know, what's going to take me all month to get through. Mm -hmm. All right, everybody. Bye. Bye.